0: Maybe I did play at least a little mm. bit too much.
1: Oh, Judas <laughs> Priest.
0: <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WXUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Tudor's Only Alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT.
1: Oh, <laughs> Judas Priest. <laughs>
0: Through WHT's after further review, got David the man, got Harris on the phone lines. The live feed went down, so that's why I had to take a little extended commercial break for you here. Uh, but I had to make sure I had to fix everything, got it figured out. We're back on the air on WHT's after further review sports show on Facebook. I had to make sure to get the live feed on it. Got the great segment that we talked about the NBA All Star game, and then it just kind of went down. So we got 35 minutes of that in for the show, and then hopefully. We get another 20, 25 minutes of this segment, then another segment after that. The EAS um, test we'll be doing now, I guess we got to do this down on these shows. Um, it's a weekly test of the emergency alert system. So be aware of that that'll be coming at 125 or pretty much close to the bottom of the one o'clock hour. Uh, but we got David, the man who got Harrison here on the phone lines. Tell a little bit about Caitlin Clark. Is she probably one of the best basketball college basketball players ever as she embarks on the scoring record of Pistol Pete Maravich.
1: I would say she is great, yes, but I agree with Jay Williams. There's a certain level that you get to sit at in terms of the GOAT conversation when you have a ring. I was just thinking during the commercial break, We do this with every other sport, so why is it now exclusively, like, we can't do it now with women's college basketball? No one's saying that Caitlin Clark is not a great basketball player, that she's not transcended the game, that she has not changed women's basketball. But there are a lot of great players that elevated their level in terms of status and how people remember them, not just with records, because records can be broken, as we've seen over generations, but you can't take away that championship ring. That means something. And I think, in the conversation, I think people have missed what Jay Williams was saying, because they just heard, he's not great, instead of hearing him say, for him, great versus a state of immortality, which is what that ring provides. I think we're so also quick to say, goat, 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 in this just current day and age. We want to say everyone is the goat of this, the goat of that. And yes, in terms of scoring records, and we can go into a whole aspect about why I mean technically she is the record but Lynette Woodard scored more points but that was a different era that's a whole other segment for a whole other show so is she really the champion or is it well you're talking about
0: yeah there's there's before I guess how you could say it before women's sports became an official NCAA sport recognized which I believe was in the late 70s um, there were some women that scored a lot of points that aren't getting recognized and they have more points than Caitlin Clark and uh, some people feel that you know you're, you're kind of erasing that generation and not recognizing them so to speak not to mention also pistol Pete only played three seasons without a three-point line at the time freshmen weren't allowed to play varsity sports in college when he went there so some people are saying that she did it in four years he only did it in three. She's thinking about coming back for a fifth year because she has an extra year of COVID, uh, but she could break yeah. it in this season. But some people will say, estimate that because of not a three-point line and he did it in less time. Should it really count? I to me, records are made to be broken. It is what it is. Yeah, you evolve no, with it, and someone else will come and break Caitlin Clark's record.
1: Yeah, and I would agree. I think just the evolution of the game. We're now in a more offensive scoring era, so. People are going to take even more threes than Caitlin Carr. People are going to have more points per game kind of over, like than her. Even thinking about Antoine Davis, uh, player from U D Mercy, who was four points away from breaking Pistol Pete's men's record, like just last season. So, like records are like falling left and right. I think, and prime example, like when we think about greatest of all time, that ring changes. So. For those that may have forgotten a rock or been under a rock, everyone was saying LeBron was a great player. But what was the thing until we got that ring? He needs that ring. He needs that ring to cement that legacy. The same thing was said about Giannis before he got his ring. Wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. Same man, same wait a minute. You're saying that, but uh, did Pistol Pete win a, win- a ring?
1: No. But, but I people mean, still
0: think he's one of the greatest, the greatest scores. I, I think here's where it's getting – I think you got to separate GOAT. We, you know, we use that all the time now. It's getting played out. And great scores. I think a lot of people are saying she's a great score. She's probably one of the greatest players in the college women's game. And I think – do not disrespect people because I think – and I think Gilbert Arena said this on one of his podcasts or something like that. You you build off of players, and that's part of the evolution of the game. You know, if you're talking about the men's game, you had Elgin Baylor. Then you had Dr. J. Then you had Michael Jordan. Then you had a little bit in there, uh, Vince Carter. Then you had some Kobe Bryant. Then you had LeBron James. You know, people, if you really watch the game of basketball and you really watch uh, just the evolution of it, players emulate other players. They they take something from each player that they like and they, they morph it. They, they supersize it. I, I, if you look at women's basketball, it's I would say even in the last 10 years, how much the game being played. It's totally different. If you would watch women's basketball from 30 years ago, you'd be like, holy crap. This looks totally different. It wasn't even in the men's game a little bit, but just the women's game, because now girls are being introduced to the game younger and younger. And they're picking up on things, and they're pretty much gradually improving them. I mean, let's be honest. the, the You're seeing dunking in the women's game on 10 foot. That yeah. was unheard, That was unheard of. 15 20 years ago you had one girl and usually she had to be six foot four or six foot five getting little baby dunks you got some girls out here that are literally bam bamming it down but they're getting the ex, they're getting exposed to the game later you know some of the girls are playing just like boys you can't even tell the difference is that a boy or a girl I, I mean so just the, the evolution of it I think that you but though with Caitlin Clark She's she's the epitome of the evolution of the game because there's some things that Caitlin Clark does. I'm like, dang, you know, her step back is so accurate. Where there's a lot of girls that struggle with that, they struggle with it. They, either they don't have the strength, the athleticism. She's got it down packed. Now she is six foot, which which helps. But her ball handling's on point. Uh, she does some things that you're just like, whoa. But I think saying she's the greatest of all time. I think that term needs to kind of be scratched out in a race, and this is the reason why, because I think when you start doing the GOAT talk, you start to disrespect others that have come before, others that you've you've, you've pretty much emulated their game. Have you enhanced it? Yes. But just because you enhance stuff, does it make you better? Mm, Not all the time. And I think that Caitlin Clark is a very great basketball player. I think she's up there with one of the greats. But you can't forget the past because the past is what uh, basically molds you. She had to learn from somebody. She did. Now, gold of all time, I would say she's a great scorer. If she wins a championship, which is kind of hard in college basketball, I mean, she did get to the Final Four last year, the championship game, and didn't win it. But also, you can't take away someone's individual accomplishments and take it away because they didn't win a championship. A championship is more of a team thing. I mean, let's just be honest. It is. It's more of a team thing. It's not an individual accomplishment. You need a team to win a championship.
1: Yeah. No, I, I would I would agree with that. But um, yeah, I, I would agree also that she's she's in the room in terms of kind of great because I think and like you said, there's a distinction between goats and greats and yeah in terms of women's collegiate sports in terms of scoring she is that model that generations will look up to you know, just like people were looking up to the likes of you know diane tarassi maya moore right. Cheryl swoop like right. those like no, i didn't, no,
0: no, i will say i didn't agree with cheryl swoops that she came on there and it did seem like some bit of haterism when you're saying stuff about someone you're not and you're not speaking the truth about someone that she taken all 40 shots a game and they come to find out she only took about 25 now she did make did she make did she make a good point about the pros yes and then when she comes in the pros there's gonna be some people testing you saying okay yeah you was all that and some in college but you know this is the big girl league Let's see what you can do. But if she goes in there and she competes and proves that, that what she did in college wasn't a fluke and she's doing it in the pros, she's taking over. But everybody, your great ones, were challenged. Who wasn't challenged? Jordan was challenged. Kobe was challenged. LeBron was challenged. Yeah, they going to challenge you. But if she doesn't back down from the challenge and accepts it and shows that, yeah, you know, I didn't put in the work as much as you have, and I'm just better than you. Now, that's not to be a slight on someone, but that's just to have that, that kind of that little bit of that self-confidence. Now, she wouldn't go around saying it like, yeah, I'm better than you, um, unless she really was killing you and you just still talking trash no matter what. Then I would give her the pass. But if she goes in there and shows that what I did in college can translate to the pros, yeah, maybe the first week, two weeks, month, depending what team she goes to, they're going to be challenging her. But if she steps up to every test. She's going to take the baton and she's going to run with it. And that's great for women's basketball. And I just think that Cheryl Swoops kind of sounded like someone that, you know, you've done a lot for the game, Cheryl. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it seemed like, you know, the the, the new sheriff's in town and you don't want to give up the badge. Or you want to be like, don't forget us. Don't forget us. And it's like, no, we ain't forgetting you. But right now it's time to shine for Caitlin.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that I mean that's the reality of some. I don't want to say old heads, but kind of the older generation that feel slighted and kind of want to make sure that that they're heard, but then do it in a disrespectful, kind of condescending kind of manner that kind of discredits kind of the accomplishments, achievements. Mm-hmm. But also, like that's like that's the era that we're in. If you are the leading score of the team you're going to take the majority of the shots we see it in the men's game mm-hmm. there there are players that shoot 25 30 times in a game mm-hmm. and no one bats an eye because they are the focal point of the offense right like that's if the game plan is give the ball to our best player that's that starts in elementary and middle school
0: right and I and I <laughs> think he's what he's talking about is and he made a good point and he and it is true. That if you're comparing her to the, if you don't say she's the greatest of all time, don't forget Brianna Stewart, don't forget Diana Taurasi. Like I said, we're not you're not forgetting the past, but you don't need to put down the current to uplift the past. And he's somewhat right, but as far as great scores and a great basketball player, I, I I'm, I'm I'm liking Clark's game.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think. I don't think a lot of people would agree, and universally say, in terms of prolific scorer, is kind of lightning in a bottle. She she embodies both the the spear, the some people say cockiness, I say confidence, and she can shoot the ball better than most. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta, and like you said, she's emulating not just the greats of the women's game, but. Like, oh, there's some Steph Curry in there. You can even see it in her confidence or persona. Right. Like, I don't want to say like one to one, that's a role model, but if you were just after straight up, she, that's Steph. Mm-hmm. That's, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think, I think in terms of, is she going to pass this Sophie's record? Yes. Is it going to be a greater conversation about, you know, best score of all time because of, Kind of the records and that whole water thing—that's a different conversation. I leave that to the experts. But in terms of her numbers, they're etched in stone. You can't erase all those points.
0: No, and you can't. And and like I said, I I do feel bad for you know people get when you have these conversations. I I've, I've realized you can't win. Um, you get you just can't. People, no. people say, "Oh, well, you know," and it's great to have. It's it's great to have conversations like this on our radio show. It's a great conversation to have this in the barbershop. Um, but like I said, I there's there's no winning because people are always going to bring up something.
1: Yeah, and every everyone's metric is different in terms of what denotes great, what denotes goat. There is no universal mm-hmm. because there's always going to be that one person that says, "Well, what about?" And well, don't, let's not forget such and such. And then it's also people tend in these conversations and we, like we see it all the time when we're thinking about basketball or football. Mm -hmm. Errors define the players. Like we can't just pick up a player and say, oh, this, you know, the statistics statistics that they achieved in such and such error. Well, they were just playing the, the way of the game versus the game evolved like we were just talking about with the All-Star game. The game of the NBA in the 90s and 2000s is a lot different than it is now. For no fault of their own. So the records that are putting up now, yes, numerically are going to be better than the past, but doesn't mean that the past ones were not great because it was a different game that was played. No. Like If Steve Kerr wanted to take 1,000 threes in the 90s, Phil Jackson probably would have thrown him out of the arena.
0: Well, we talked about that. You said in the NBA, if yeah. you took a dribble, pull-up, dribble, th- three-off-the-dribble-pull-up, er, you're getting pulled. But now we see that all the time. Steph doesn't change the game. He's revolutionary. But does Steph ever get uh, recognized one of the greats? Or the greatest of all time?
1: No. Not, not for the greatest of all time, but greatest shooter.
0: Basically. Right. They, they call greatest shooter. Don't call him the greatest of all time, even though I think he's made one of the greater impacts on the game of basketball than LeBron. Now, I do think that LeBron, like I said, you could think differently. I'll bring up the Jay Williams cult, but you can think differently than everybody else with who he like great. I, I, like I said, I've realized this too. And I thought about it um, recently that, you know, b- basketball in itself, but it probably could apply to sports that it's people base their I guess decisions on who's great and who's not and what's considered great in a sport whether it's football basketball hockey to what entertains them what's eye appealing let's be honest if you are Tim Duncan I would consider Tim Duncan one of the greats in the NBA basketball. It's a lot of people that wouldn't why because he didn't have that entertainment factor he was basic hit it off the glass quiet quiet guy quiet jump hooks footwork was' in, was footwork was immaculate you would you say man that's one of the best perfect basketball players but he didn't really have a lot of swag to him so some people would say that. It goes for anything. It depends what appeals to you that makes it great. There's a lot of people that like LeBron James because he gets the dunks. He's a physical specimen. I mean, he's electrifying. You could say Jordan's the same way, but Jordan's game doesn't appeal to everybody. It just doesn't.
1: Or Jordan's personality.
0: Or Jordan's personality. So I think sometimes... You know, you just have to think about it. Some people just think differently of who, who, who's the greatest. Personally, I like LeBron. I don't think he's the greatest basketball player. Here's why. I, I think, yeah, some people go, well, he's got all the stats. He's got all the points. Well, yeah, he's also got longevity. That's one. Um, Just for me in general, I think LeBron was a phenomenal athlete a phenomenal athlete that eventually became a student of the game, which I, I really do appreciate him doing. And later in his career, he became more of a basketball player. But early in his career, it was strictly off of athleticism. I, I, you've heard me say this on the show, and I've told people, I really think that Carmelo Anthony should have got rookie of the year. He was a better basketball player. I think Le, 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 LeBron, though, with his athleticism and his entertainment side of it, a lot of people loved him, and plus it was good for the league. But the better basketball player and the guy that was out there winning in Denver was Carmelo Anthony. But let's just be honest Carmelo Anthony wasn't very entertaining. He didn't do the behind the head dunks. His game was pretty much, you know, old man game. I'm going to hit this pull up, I'm going to hit this catch and shoot three. If not, I'm going to get you in the post. I'm going to get the two to three dribble post up move, spin, fade away, drop step. Jump shot, get you with the hook, up and unders, shot fake. I mean, it was pretty basic. One, two, dribble, pull up, bang, bang. His son is the same way. One, two, dribble, pull up, bang, bang. Either I'm getting you with the midi or I'm getting you to the hoop. If not, I'm getting this catch and shoot three. Most basketball coaches would love that. No, great basketball player. But for the the casual fan, that's not very entertaining. So I don't really think you're a great basketball player. So you take away from them like that. To me, I think, I think there's a few players better than LeBron James. For one, I think Jordan. I think Jordan had the mix of athleticism and great basketball player. The footwork, it, it, it's even copied. It's even, I've even break, broken it down myself. It's like, dang, Jordan really had the fundamental advantage over the players along with his athleticism. To me, yeah. Le- LeBron is behind Jordan. I think LeBron is behind Kobe. I mean, Kobe was a direct copy of Jordan, and I think he's behind Larry Bird. Some people say, "Oh, how's that? That's crazy." Well, Larry Bird played left hand and scored 30, 28 to thirty points against Portland Trailblazers one time. Look it up. I think it was back in eighty three or eighty four. The old at the old Coliseum, he did, he was bored. He said, "I'm gonna play with my left hand." and still busted 28. LeBron is naturally left-handed. And I don't know if I could ever see that in a game or not. I don't know. But to me, LeBron just had that athleticism. But people will argue with you that, how could you say Larry Bird? Oh, and the first things they probably would tell you, well, he's slow. Okay, well, that's an attribute of his. But isn't that making him more of a better basketball player because he lacked a certain athletic attribute and he had to overcome that by being probably a precise shooter and his IQ had to be through the charts? Same thing applies here. Yeah. It's whatever appeals to you. Just like Jason Williams was saying, you know, one, let's stop with the race baiting. Cause that was the same thing we were seeing with Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. It, it became a race issue, which I thought was sickening myself, but you know, he even said, you can think about it differently. Fine. Everybody has their preference with who they feel is a great basketball player or, or whatever sports figure. But the only thing I'm going to say to you all is keyboard courage, people that want to call me a bum or try to make fun of my career, none of y'all could hold me, which is true. I mean, he was a bad, bad man in college. And I feel that if he didn't get in that motorcycle accident, I think the Bulls were a mess. I think if he would have went to some other organization, he could have had a pretty great NBA career. I I really do. Um, But none of y'all, 90% of y'all didn't even pick up a basketball, which is true. We got a lot of people out there because of social media, people commenting on stuff they didn't have no clue what they're talking about. You mean couldn't dribble the ball. You can't even shoot. So let's stop being tough guys on the keyboard. Just because you disagree with somebody doesn't mean you need to call their game a bum when you know that's not the case, which is true. You can't call someone a bum and you can't but do you have it. a right.
1: national basketball hall of you know, player of the year. Right. 2000.
0: Right. And let a team to a championship. But I don't but I also don't think that a championship should define a player's greatness. Because let's just be honest, you could be in a bad, in, in basketball, I do understand you you play both sides of the ball, you can have the ball in your hand, but <laughs> when you face a great team, you face a great team, and if you don't have every piece, does that really take away from your, you know, does it take away from Charles Barkley? Charles Barkley played on, beginning of his career, he was playing with an aging 76ers team. Toward the end of the 76ers career, the team was... <laughs> It's trash. Traded to Phoenix, they had a couple good years. Just couldn't get over Jordan. Was that, you know, Jordan prevented a lot of great players from getting a championship. And so now it, it, it takes away from their greatness.
1: Yeah, and and I think kind of the that's probably what triggered a lot of people with with his initial um, quote on College Game Day. I think, I think for me a ring elevates.
0: Right. Instead of. Right. I think it, right. It, it does. I think, I think it elevates I
1: think it. What, I think, I think that's what Jay was trying to say initially, but I think people misinterpreted what he was saying. I think it elevates from, you know, great to immortal, his words, immortality. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't take away from like, not winning a championship does not take away. Like Dan Marino is still a great quarterback,
0: mm-hmm. but he gets forgotten.
1: Like, Carl Malone and John Stockton are still great basketball players. hmm Everyone that played in the, like, their entire, like you said, their entire team mm-hmm. that did not win championships, like, th- yeah, or should have won championships, or even due to injuries. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, think about the likes of Penny Hardaway. Mm-hmm. Think about the likes of Grand Hill. Grand Hill was probably, for me, was going to be better than Jordan mm-hmm. if he stayed healthy. That's, I mean, Tim, same with Penny. You can even say, uh, uh, blanking on his name. Uh, but yeah, there are a lot of guys that due to injury, we never got to see their full potential, but they mm-hmm. were great players or destined to be great players. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, even like Brandon Roy was going to evolutionize and change. You just never know In this game. But yeah, there are great players that never won the chip. In every sport, but yet they're still great because we recognize their impact on the game, their what they did on the court or on the field of play. Their their abilities were not matched. The only thing that, like you said, kept them from getting that championship ring was another great team.
0: Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Totally true, man. Oh, good stuff, man. David, good stuff. I like I said, I was looking at that. Um, as we mentioned before, some people say, you know, a whole generation of, of players kind of do get forgotten. Um, you know, that I guess that's kind of part of the game. There, um, I feel bad for it. You know, like Lynette Woodard um, scored. She was a really accomplished basketball player. 3,649 points at Kansas from 78 to 81. The NCAA did not recognize or fund women's sports until 82. Yeah. But. And yeah. I, now, I do think they should reckon. I understand that's not an NCAA record. But I think in women's sports, you, there should be some kind of recognition for it.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree, and I think, and obviously it's politics. And you know, NCAA came on say, you know they, the records previous to date, at least in women's sports, were not completed while the schools were NCAA members. Even though the men's records are fine, it's just women's sports. So yeah, that's a whole that's a whole other political segment that probably like cases like this will get brought up as to like maybe the NCAA can like turn over a leaf because. In all sports, we do pre whatever mergers. Um, We talk about the pre NBA records. Like, Mm -hmm. people still talk about ABA stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, people still count the Detroit Lions and Cleveland Browns championship rings. Those are before the NFL. Mm -hmm. I mean, all the records of baseball before Major League Baseball was as it was now. Right. Like, You can include the records if you
0: want. The Negro Leagues and stuff like that, if you wanted to. Unfortunately, uh, back in those days, there was segregation, so there was separate leagues. Um, But you're right. It it does kind of stink when you're making a good – now the, the Negro Leagues were a little bit different, whereas with this, you know, Lynette Wooder played at Kansas. And basically, let's just be honest, they didn't fund women's sports back then. And even after they got absorbed by the NCAA, they still don't, still don't recognize, the, recognize the numbers, which is kind of sad because um, you still went to a school that was NCAA. It just wasn't funded back then, but it still should be somewhat recognized. But as you know with everything, you know, to make things sometimes special, you got to have exclusion, not inclusion. You have to exclude somebody. and And that's just how the world, I think, works
1: yeah it, it's a whole i'm sure we could talk about like NCAA and like what constitutes of morals ethics kind of good deeds in terms of records and if a record was done in collegiate at collegiate sports i mean then that i mean that opens up the can of worms to what about division you know FCS division 2 division 3 those records NAIA mm-hmm. like those records that are NCAA institutions but not D1 and then yeah, it creates it creates a snowball effect that I know the NCAA doesn't want to handle, so they're just like, eh, no, it doesn't count. Hmm. Okay, all right.
0: Well, we'll take a quick commercial break. We've got to get to this EAS test coming up at one twenty-five. We're looking at about one twenty-three. So we're gonna take a quick commercial break. You listen to 88.3 wts after further review. Man, another good segment, Dave. We're rolling along here. Well, 30 minutes apiece. We'll take a quick commercial break. The live feed is still going. When we come back, we'll talk about
1: EA
0: Sports. It's in the game. Remember that, David?
1: Yep. Throwback, and hopefully it's a throwback game for the college football fans.
0: That's right. Some people talk about NICA. <laughs> N C A A. This will be an interesting topic. We'll take a quick commercial break. Once again, make sure you listen to us on 88.3 WCT's after further review on face or on, or on Facebook as our live feed. Also on SoundCloud and iTunes. WHT's after further review with a picture of Frank Bashner and the horse's head. If you missed the live show, especially if it comes on 88.3 over your radio airways, we have it on SoundCloud and iTunes. Once again, WHT's after further review. With a picture of Frank Basher and the horse's head, with our segments. This segment was about Keelan Clark's greatness. Prior to that, the All Star Game and possibly what to fix it. And then coming up next, we're talking about EA Sports. It's in the game. Come on, right back. Eighty-eight point three WT's. Further review.